Young Six Shots in and my football teams, the two teams I support, have lost. I'm not plugged in. I'm six shots in. Both my football teams have lost dismally. And I still need to finish the write-up for this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, we've reached 10 shots and still the write-up is not complete. Stay tuned for more. <coughs> Here we go. I finished the fucking write-up. Let's get into this episode. What is up, shaggers? Welcome to yet another episode of Shit About the Shag... I promise you... I am sober. I just, I'm so excited about this episode that I'm literally tripping over my own words. Welcome to another episode of Shit About Shagging, the show where we talk about love, sex, and relationships, everything in the sheets and in those streets. Today, as you can hear, or I hope you can now tell, I have sobered up from the dismal intro that I decided to grace you all with I thought let me show the people that I'm a real human being with flaws and a knack for listening to her own fucking voice sometimes I'm that person who will send multiple drunk voice notes for no particular reason and this time instead of sending them to stupid boys I thought let me share them with the shaggers of the world so thank you for coming back showing me love and let us get into this episode with the shagger shenanigans I wish I had reached the point in my life where I ran out of shagger shenanigans but for some reason the universe wants me to keep you guys entertained at my expense. I had originally written out a past experience, but what happened to me in the past 12 hours is just so unbelievable. I had to come and share share it with you guys immediately and just reflect on the shit show that is my dating slash romantic life. So obviously, as you could hear in the intro... I might have had like a little bit to drink last night, which ended up with me texting one of my exes. And no, this isn't even an ex I loved or particularly missed, but somehow we worked our way back into each other's lives recently, and so I was chatting to him. Next thing I know, we're making arrangements for him to come over. He said that he'd be at my place within 20 minutes as soon as he found an uber to get him here he told me that his phone was fucked so when he leaves the house his battery is gonna die because the phone literally needs to be plugged in that means i needed to be standing at the gate at around quarter past 11 fine i set my timer which i rely on more than anything i will rather set a timer than set an alarm i fucking love timers for some reason Anyway, I set my timer and at quarter past 11, I was standing outside the gate in the cold wearing a cold, a short sleeve t-shirt, flowy pants and socks. I waited and I waited and I waited long enough that the cold actually sobered me up. 
I check the time and my dumbass has been standing outside now for about 23 minutes. I am a literal fucking clown for waiting that long. Honestly, I shouldn't have even waited three minutes. I should have actually said to him, if your phone doesn't work, don't bother coming. That's what I should have done. But no, Zizi doesn't learn. Zizi likes to be tortured. Self-torture, self-sabotage. Anyway, eventually I decide to go back inside and give him another 10 minutes before heading back out to check. Mind you, he doesn't know what unit number I stay in, so he can't tell the security guards to come call me and plus the security won't and his phone is useless and it's just a fucking mess at this point after waiting a while inside and warming up which you would think i would put on a jacket no wrong again i fucking never learn anyway after warming up i go back outside to see if maybe maybe he's here already But the universe basically laughed at me and said, nope, blew a cold bluster of wind my way and just like teased me while I stood there like an idiot. So now I've been waiting for an additional 15 minutes. Just as I'm about to lose all hope, I see this figure walking up the road and I call his name. Thank goodness it's him. At this time, my arms are already tucked into my t-shirt, wrapped around my body, and this man is carrying this huge jacket which he doesn't even offer me. It's fine. It's so fine. Whatever. It's not like I was standing there waiting for you for who knows how long and it doesn't even fucking matter. You don't have to be chivalrous at all. I will freeze. We're inside now, and I'm finishing up the episode all the write-up before the episode, and he makes a comment about the editing software I use and the music I use for the show. Listen here. Do not come for my baby, sir. I am perfectly happy with what I put out with, with regards to the show. I blunder, I make mistakes, and I'm still fucking learning what to do. But you have no right, as the bastard that you are, to tell me shit. So, I do not need your help at all. I'm a self-sufficient, independent fucking woman. (sighs) I'm actually really worked up about this. Anyway, we get into bed. There's some pedal talk and blah, 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 whatever. Now, this is the morning and I wake up around 7.30 this morning. And I realize I'm actually over him being in my space but he figures that he needs a little more sleep. So I let it go. And I think to myself, let him sleep. I'm a nice person. Too much of a nice person. Nice to a fucking fault. Anyway, I get a few text messages that wake me up at around quarter to nine. And homeboy is still getting comfier in bed and dozing off. 30 minutes later, enough is enough, and I ask him how he's planning on getting home if he doesn't have a phone that works and he ordered a ride to get you. (sighs) He asks me to order a cash Uber for him. For me, guys, for me, a man must have a plan, you know? This thing of being unorganized and not self-sufficient and self-reliant actually annoys the crap out of me and puts me off a person completely. Like, 
why leave the house if you're not sure how the fuck you're going to get home the next day or whatever. So because I want him to leave, I start the process of downloading Uber and registering the app. Because I drive myself everywhere, I don't have the app. So I'm annoyed that I have to do this whole process. Get the app, tell him how much the ride costs. And then the fucker changes his mind and says he wants Bolt instead. Like, you know, it's just... I wish you guys could see my face right now. Because retelling the story, I'm as livid as I was in the moment. I uninstall Uber and regret the four minutes I wasted of my life getting the app. And now download the Bolt app. I order the cash ride. The homeboy approves of it. And I do the decent thing of walking him to the gate and sending him on his merry fucking way. Or so I thought. No, no, no. Because an hour after he left, I get a call from an unsaved number. And when I answer it, ding, 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 ding. It's the bolt driver telling me that he dropped this gentle 45 minutes ago. Apparently, my ex told the driver he was going inside to get the cash and never fucking came back out. I am so gobsmacked at this moment because I actually cannot fathom the shit I am hearing on the phone. I, 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 still, I still don't have the words. I apologize to the driver and I tell him I'm going to call my ex now. His phone is still off. Listen, Guys, right now, at this time, I was mad. All I could fucking see was red. So I go into our chats to see if I could find his unit number. And thank goodness, the universe threw me a bone and I still had his unit number. Called back the Uber driver and I was like, the bolt driver, because it's very fucking specific. Called back the bolt driver and I said, yo, this is the unit and the block in which the dude stays. Please, can you go in and get your money? I don't even regret giving him the unit number because for a second I thought maybe this guy could be violent. And then I thought, fuck that. How do you run out on paying someone? A few minutes later, I get a call from the driver saying that no one is answering at the door. Guys, I don't, I don't understand how and why you would run away from paying a bill of 66 rand if you knew you had no money and could have just asked me for a lift home. I offered to pick him up last night and just, I am beyond embarrassed because this driver needs to make his own money and now my name is made to look like shit because this sleazy motherfucker ditched a payment. I, I don't even know what it is anymore that is about me that I attract, not even attract, well, attract, yes, but also allow such dirtbags in my life. Fuck me over, that's fine. But someone else who offered you a service and is just trying to do their job, fucking them over is just low and plain disgusting. Like, really, dude, come on. I... I can't believe I had to, yeah, I, I just, I can't believe it. So I called the driver back and I asked him, hey, what is going on? And he tells me he left, he gave up on the money and he's just really annoyed. 
I asked the driver if I could send him the money and he basically just hung up on me, which I felt really, really bad and guilty about. Then I checked to see if my ex has finally switched on his phone. So my messages had gone through to him now and he just decided not to reply. So I call him, no answer. It's ringing. He was online. He fucking saw me calling him and chose to ignore it. So I did what I've learned to now fully embrace, which is block that fucker. I'm done. When this all went down, I was so fucking upset. It, it actually ruined my whole day. I, I can't believe I let such a person fucking get under my skin so much but I think it's the fact that he messed with someone else's livelihood as well as tarnish my reputation be it to a complete fucking stranger it 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 really got me down and I thought I wasn't even going to be able to record this episode but you know what a fucking scorned woman will just and here I am airing the dirty laundry and I fucking don't care about him or his shit anymore so you're welcome shaggers you're welcome for another fucked up story that happens to be my life even though it really sucks for me sometimes and I actually just cannot even take it at certain points I am so glad this shit happens to me on a weekly fucking basis because it means I've got content for you every time I come back sit at my desk and record this beautiful thing that I love that happens to be the shagger shenanigans so thank you to the South African men for just providing me with never-ending content which is just making this podcast thrive thank you now let's get on with the fucking show okay Take your sex life from to a powerful and mind-blowing with Discreet Desire's online sex store. Shop over a hundred products to take your experience, be it solo or with someone, to the next level. You can shop for vibrators, lube, cock rings and just about anything you can think of from their wide catalogue. Every month, Discreet Desire curates these amazing pleasure boxes and for October, they have introduced the Dare to be Bear bundle box that will turn even the trickiest of situations into an treat of an occasion. Included in the box is lingerie, suggestive sexual games and a toy for both you and your partner to enjoy. The reason I'm telling you this is because I got something for you shaggers and I just want there to be happiness all around. I have teamed up with Discreet Desire to offer shit about shagging listeners 15% off their orders site-wide. So take charge of your sexual desires and visit their page at discreetdesire.co.za. That's discreet, D-Z-I-R-E dot C-O dot Z-A. And use promo code S-A-S-P-O-D at checkout. With their unmarked discreet packaging, you can easily have this delivered to your partner's office to get them excited about the evening ahead or to your door for some work from home fun. So again, their page, Discreet Desire, Discreet, 
dzire.ca.za with promo code SASPOD and enjoy. Remember, happy shagging. I keep dancing on my own. Or rather, I keep wanking on my own. Okay, I'm done. I'm done singing. Solo play, jerking off, splitting the bean, feeling yourself, and whatever else you want to call it. Today, we're talking about the beautiful act of masturbation. And no, it's not like takeaways. A cheap and easy way to just say, mm. you know, it's a little tag here, a little flick over there. Come on, don't be shy about it. It's perfectly fine. And you shouldn't feel bad about getting off by touching yourself in your own naughty spots. If you don't know how to please you, then how the hell can you expect someone else to? You might think that your current partner is doing the damn things, but imagine a whole new world you can unlock with a little self-exploration. Masturbating for guys is such a common thing that we all expect them to do it. But women masturbating and actually using their sexual organs for self-pleasure and not just purely reproductive reasons is only now becoming more and more acceptable. For many years, female masturbation came with shame, whereas male masturbation was kind of a given. Ladies, if you're listening to this and you're shy about touching yourself, let me tell you now, don't be. Go forth and discover how liberating and empowering it feels. This isn't a matter of trial and error. It's more trial and flourish. Gents, keep on keeping on. (laughs) I can imagine it might have been weird standing there for the first time, literally with your dick in your hand. But you guys have got this shit on lock now. And no one's really judging you. If they are, fuck them. And actually everything they stand for, they're fucking idiots. But I worry that your style of jerking off has become stagnant and predictable, which is understandable because there's not that much information out there for you guys. In 0.31 seconds of searching, Google has more results on premature ejaculation than it does on male masturbation tips. Can you fucking imagine that? It just blew my mind. There are so many ways to improve your session with your pleasure stick. There's more to it than to just wrap your dominant hand around your dick using lotion and grabbing it and tugging it. No, you should let yourself explore more avenues. For starters, try using a water-based lube instead of lotion next time. The thing with lotion is that it quickly absorbs the skin, so it loses its value, whereas lube lasts longer, there's no chafing, And it gives that moisture that you guys love so much. Another thing I can suggest is trying pelvis to hand rather than hand to pelvis motions. You know, like when you guys get really into a blowjob, you want to like skull fuck her. So yeah, it's basically like fucking your hand instead of jerking off. If you're grinding or pushing into your hand, it gives a more realistic sexual appeal and could heighten the experience altogether. 
This next thing I know some men might be a little bit hesitant about and find it strange, but try playing with your nipples with your free hand while you're stroking your dick. You can start off slow by just rubbing them until they become erect, or you can try nipple clamps. A great at-home DIY way of using nipple clamps is the hairpins that people leave around all the fucking time. There you go. You've got a reason to like go into your sister's room and grab her hair accessories. Try hairpins on your nipples to add that little pressure and then say thank you. It's the least you could do. Just try it out and you'll find that it changes the whole game for you by focusing on other areas of your body. Like your balls. Yes, balls. You guys have these Great dangling things that increase pleasure when touched, licked, sucked, or whatever. They're basically like boobs, but in my mind, they're not as fun. So cup them or slightly pull on your hanging balls while you're jerking off. Another piece of advice I have for men is to try out edging. Edging is letting yourself almost reach climax, then stopping before starting again. I know it takes time to master, but this will absolutely elevate the euphoria of the orgasm you're about to have, and also it helps increase your stamina. While you're edging, why not change positions as well to switch things up? So if you're used to wanking on your back, then try it standing or against a wall, sitting down on a chair, or even lying on your side. The thing is to make every session different so that you can explore your body and the different things that it it reacts to and the different avenues of pleasure. Now, the last, the biggie, and the most obvious one is the male G-spot. Guys, I can understand if you're afraid to even ask your partner to do it, but there must be some sense of curiosity and the 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 want to have that sexual awakening so try it out for yourself my advice take a clean well lubricated finger and just feel around the area no one's gonna know and no it doesn't make you gay if you dig it then you can get yourself anal beads and introduce it with your partner Knowing yourself and knowing what you like can boost your own confidence, which in turn will make you look and ooze sexy. Now, on to female masturbation. First things first, it is 2021. We should be owning the fact that we get off to our own rocks. Yes, yes, I know it's, it's still awkward to talk about, but if you open up to someone about it, You could be helping them or, wait for it, you could get a few tips yourself. Let's share masturbation tricks the way we share recipes. I, for one, only have a handful of female friends who are willing to talk about this. And even then, they need to get a few drinks into them. As a woman, if you want to talk about your kinks, tips, or questions, then you shouldn't be embarrassed. You shouldn't feel like society is going to judge you for it. It's okay. And if you're not ready to take that leap, then come to me. I will be your confidant until you're ready to share. Luckily for us women, there are so many things that can enhance our solo session. 
Firstly, setting the mood can help you feel so sexy and loosen up. I read about this in the past two, three weeks, and I had never actually considered it. I'd, I'd seen it in movies and stuff like that, but I never thought to do it myself. So I tried it. I lit some scented candles. I dimmed the lights, and my gosh, it makes a fucking difference. It is now one of my first, the first things I do when I'm about to, you know, flick the bean. But it's also, it it feels like I'm going to give myself some solid self-love. The way you would do if you're going to take a relaxing bath. So I, I recommend this quite a bit. And before going straight for your clit or your vagina, try reading or listening to erotica. I have a, a book that has multiple sexual scenes in it. Reading it and imagining the setting and picturing myself as the main female character and having the male character do do all those ravenous stuff to me just gets my motor going. Just a side note, I wrote in high school, I wrote two pages of a sex novel. And I was so fucking proud of it. To the point where I actually sent it to a few people. Now that I think about it, I should probably find it and continue writing and probably share it with you guys. Not that I'm a writing genius, but I'm just saying, halfway through page one, things were getting pretty steamy. But fuck, the fact that I wrote that in high school means I've been sex crazed for years. But back to the topic. So you're in the mood now and you've got your mind ready with your erotica. Now it's time for you to tease yourself. Let's call it lone foreplay. Ladies, we are extremely sexy and sensual creatures. So caress your soft skin with your fingers. Tickle your nipples, hold your boobs, grab your thighs, just touch yourself. Hell, even take your sex toy and work it around your body. I'm all for teasing yourself before entering the Holy Grail. And once you've got yourself worked up enough to the point where you need that release, then by all means, go hard with that vibrator, that dildo, or your fingers, whatever you use. Also try different means and toys to give yourself pleasure. If you are a person who likes clitoral stimulation, then try different motions and vibrations and settings and rhythms. If you are all about vaginal penetration, then go at different depths and angles and just explore every inch of your vagina. Trust me when I say this will go a long way into accepting and loving your own body and your confidence will just radiate to your partner the next time you guys have sex. All I want is for all of you listening to try out these new things when you're giving yourself the time of day. It's tragic for me that some people would rather explore with somebody else rather than getting to truly know themselves alone. Think about it. Who's going to love you better than you? Who knows you better than you know yourself? Why should we mentally take time to ourselves if we don't do the same thing sexually? I mean, imagine the awakening and the freedom and the just the, it's so fucking great, guys. I just, I just want that for everyone. 
So others might fuck you over, but have the last word by fucking yourself so well that you forget about the whole world for a moment. Now, I'm going to let you all in on my ideal masturbation session. I know in the eight episode run of this podcast, I've shared quite a lot, but what I'm about to say is extremely intimate as fuck. So you won't enjoy. Okay. First, I would go into the bathroom with my two vanilla scented candles because I love the smell and just another candle for vibes. After lighting the candles, I would add to cue Snow Allegra's Ugh, Those Feels Again album, specifically playing I Want You Around, Situationship, Find Someone Like You, Nothing To Me, and I Didn't Mean To Fall In Love, in no particular order, obviously. Something about her voice and her beats are so calming and fucking sexy as hell. Just don't focus on the lyrics because it'll fucking ruin it. This time, my second glass of red wine would almost be done as I pull out my favorite vibrator, Bob. Even though it only has one setting, the circumference of the tip provides me with all the pleasure I need. I then sit down and start by caressing my shoulders. My shoulders are the softest part of my body and it just feels like a great place to start. From my shoulders and thanks to my one of my exes who I had a long distance relationship with, I learned how much I loved the touch of my own boobs. So I would then do a combination of pulling at my nipples and cupping my breasts and that really gets me worked up. Then I switch on my vibrator and I work the nipples with the vibrator just for that extra. By this time I'm so ramped up and ready to rock I can no longer contain myself and I immediately go for my finish him combo which is the only secret I'm going to keep from you. Sorry, but this particular thing is reserved for the person who can rev me up like that. I've drawn up the map, so it's up to them to figure out where my treasure lies. Unlike me, most of you guys prefer to play with yourselves in the bedroom, which is understandable. But for me personally, I find I have more privacy in the bathroom than I do in my own room. And it's really comforting to know that those of you who do masturbate, the reason you do it is purely because you fucking like it, which I am so relieved to hear, Shaggers. I love this for all of you. Other reasons why some of us masturbate is to pass time or release built-up tension, which is perfectly fine because if I'm with someone and they do not satisfy me and I do have access all the time or the slip away to finish myself off, then I really will. I think masturbating a few times a week is healthy because you don't desensitize yourself. If you do it every chance you get in a day, 
then I would suggest just trying to cut down just, just a smidge, hey? This is not me discouraging you. I just don't want you to over-exasperate the nerves that are in your genitals. So just cut down a bit. For me, like most men who listen to the show, I actually started touching myself and doing self-pleasure in my early teens. But I found out that more of the female listeners started a little bit later in life, including some people who started in early adulthood. It really doesn't matter when you start. If you haven't, then this is your cue. But just, I'm glad that you did it. And I'm glad that you're doing it. Or if by listening to this, I hope you consider it. Another thing I want to just blurt out because this is like a fucking journal for me so I used to get videos from my long distance ex of him masturbating and it really turned me the fuck on watching him just go at it with such confidence and just the sexual ego to record it got me so flustered and you know, I I definitely think that self-pleasure in front of or with your partner can be great for play and an awesome way of communicating and learning what your partner likes, how they like it, and to get some tips on their techniques. I mean, who knows them better than themselves? So that's my two cents on some masturbation. So please, kids, do yourself a favor, get jiggy with it, love yourselves, just love yourselves. And on that note, I beg you guys to play with yourselves more and try new things. Feel no shame in what you like and just know how you like it. Once you've got that figured out, then share it with whomever you please. Just let it go, let it go, no holding back anymore. Okay, I'm done. I promise I'm, I'm never going to sing on a podcast again. Probably ne- not never, don't never say never, but for the rest of this episode, I will not sing. Okay, so shaggers, please do me a kindness. If you enjoyed the show, follow, subscribe, whatever. If you're already following then unfollow and refollow. It actually does something with the algorithms and I'd really fucking appreciate it. Leave a rating, leave a review, tell me what you think. Follow the show on social media at Podcast underscore and follow myself, your now sober host at ZZColo for more shit talk about sex. I'm going to do more love-related stuff and relationships. Remember... I love you long time and I will catch you shaggers next week. Bye.